Hi, I'm Daniel Foley from the Abundant Life Training Center, and welcome to our daily community meditation, where today we're talking about becoming elastic. So sometimes in our journey with God, it seems like we're going the wrong way. It seems like he's taken us away from the target, away from the goal, like he's taken us in the wrong direction. And in those times, we could fight against that. We could fight against what he's doing. Or we can pull into those things. We can relax. We can yield. We can actually pull into those things rather than fight against them. And when we do that, what I've learned in my own life with God, walking with God, it's we're becoming elastic. Think of a baseball swing or a golf swing or a pitcher in baseball throwing a pitch and all these sporting activities. First, there's a backswing. So think of the golf swing, for example. We're trying to hit the, the golf ball forward. But in order to do that as efficiently and as powerfully as possible, we swing back first. And the further we swing back into that backswing, we're storing up power. We're moving into a stretched position. And the deeper we can get into that stretch, the more elastic that it makes us. And so I'm going to read a section today. This is coming from my book, The Eighth Date. And it's in the final chapter of the book. We're talking about wrapping everything together. And it says here, it says, think of a golf swing. When the golfer must swing back in order to then swing forward. The goal is to store up as much potential energy as possible before releasing into the ball. The storing of energy puts the golfer or the hitter into a stretched or elongated position. And the body's elasticity turns uh, that golfer into a coil or a spring that's ready to be released. The riches of God's grace are limitless. He has tremendous potential waiting to be tapped into. He wants to do more in our lives than we could ever imagine. But we must receive it by faith. And one of the ways we do this is by abiding and totally immersing ourselves in the culture of heaven. When we do this, we store up this energy in our hearts, creating potential that can be released at the right time. After Jesus was born, Luke 2.19 tells us that his mother Mary treasured or stored up all that the people said about him to her. And she thought about them often. As we continue to store up God's word in our hearts, we begin to stretch on the inside and expand our capacity to receive his grace. Think of God stretching a bow, an arrow back in order to shoot the arrow forward. And so we're going to take communion today. Asking God to help us to become more elastic. As we pull into that stretch better, we relax into that stretch, we pull into that stretch position. He's expanding our capacity. He's building up that energy to be released at the right time. But let's pray, and then we're going to go through our filters for today, and then we'll take communion. Heavenly Father, I pray for everybody who's watching or listening, their families, their friends, everybody connected to them, and all of our church and governmental leaders. And I thank you for releasing us from darkness and transferring us into the light, into the kingdom of your dear Son. I thank you for your purpose and grace given to us in Christ Jesus before time ever began. And that Jesus was smitten for us so that you could fight for us. And I keep asking that you, the Father of glory, 
would give us the spirit of wisdom and revelation so that we would know you better. That the eyes of our hearts would be enlightened to know the hope to which you've called us. And the riches of your glorious inheritance that is in us. And the immeasurable greatness of your power to us who believe. The same power that you exercised in Christ when you raised him from the dead and seated him at your right hand in heavenly places. Far above all rule and authority and power and dominion and every name that is named, not only in this age, but also in the one to come. And you put all things under his feet and made him to be the head of the body, the fullness of him who fills all in all. And Father, I ask you to bless us and to make your face shine upon us. Let us find grace and favor in your eyes. Expand our borders and our territory. Expand our capacity to receive everything you've given us in Christ. And to let it flow through us so that we do good and are a blessing to people all over the world. Send us opportunities to do good and be a blessing today. And help us be sensitive to those opportunities and make the most of them. Keep your hand on us and help us do today what's right and best in your eyes. And do it with peace and joy and confidence in you. And we ask you to stretch out your hand to heal and do signs and wonders and keep us from evil and pain. Through the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. So let's go through the filters for today. These filters are short things that I write at the top of my journal every night. As a way to help me stay in sync with God, as a way to filter my decision making. And I like to start with the big picture vision at the top. For me personally, that's Abundant Life Training Centers all over the world. Making the body of Christ healthy and beautiful. Our program, The Abundant Life Blueprint, it started about 10 years ago. When Proverbs 13, 22, it changed the course of my life. It says a good man leaves an inheritance for his children's children. And that verse got me thinking about what's the most valuable thing we could pass on to future generations. And I made a commitment to pass on manuals and lessons and teaching for all the different areas of life. But when I got started, I didn't know where to start. And so I began to seek after God. I began to totally immerse myself in the things of God. And he was so faithful. He began to show up. He began to teach me and to train me. He taught me this whole new way to live. But we learn how to walk in the light as he is in the light. We learn how to rest and trust in him. We learn how to do things his way. Now, it wasn't always easy all the time. Had to learn how to walk this out, and I'm still learning. Went through some struggles at times. I just began to document what I was going through and the things that I was learning, and it turned into a series of books and courses and blueprints called the Abundant Life Blueprint. And the vision is to build abundant life training centers all over the world that are implementing these blueprints with thriving communities of people working together in unity, making the body of Christ healthy and beautiful. And then this year in 2022, our filter has been the year of the beautiful land. In the Old Testament, God told the people he's going to give them the best and most beautiful land in the entire world as their inheritance. And that's symbolic for us of this rich inheritance that we have in Christ. All of these promises that we have in Christ. 
And this year, God's been teaching us how to walk in those promises, how to possess them and how to keep them by filling up the basket of praise. Imagine two baskets on a balancing scale. On one side, you got a basket full of the issues and problems that we face. And we could fill that basket up with venting and complaining and pouting, pulling away at our mind and stress and frustration. Or we could cast those cares over into the basket, just let them go. And we can turn around, we can start filling up the basket of praise. Praising God for who he is. He's our healer. He's our provider. He's more than enough. He's the God of all grace, the God of all hope, the God of all comfort, the God of all peace. He's a God of order. He's light. He's love. He's the Lord Almighty, the King of Kings, our wonderful counselor. We could praise him for all the promises that we have in Christ and start filling that basket up. Because for whatever problem we threw into that other basket, He's got a promise for us. If we'll believe it, we'll receive it, we'll rest and trust in that promise. He's going to help us to walk in those promises and to keep them. And then this month in December, our filter has been paths beyond tracing out. In Romans chapter 11, it says that God's paths are beyond tracing out. And we've asked God to help us this month, to help us to lay out the path in our program, The Abundant Life Blueprint, with the milestones along the way. I think we've all got a slightly different path, but I think there are some common milestones along the way for all of us. We've asked him to help us to lay those out this month. And then this week, as we go around the yearly cycle, think of the yearly cycle like a circle of a year, like a 360 degree view of who God is and all that he's done for us in Christ. Different times of the year give us different glimpses of God. They teach us different things about him. And this time of year in December, it's often a time when he's transitioning things. He's moving the pieces around to bring us to the next level. And sometimes it seems like we're going in the wrong direction. And I've learned in those times, if we'll learn to trust him, we'll learn to relax into that stretched position. It's like the backswing of a golfer, a backswing of a baseball hitter. He's stretching us back so that we have more power coming out on the other side. He's expanding our capacity. He's building up that energy on the inside of us. That's to be released at the perfect time. And so, Heavenly Father, we are asking you to help us to become more elastic today. To build up that potential energy on the inside of us. To expand that capacity so that more and more power can be released. We respond to things in a beautiful, graceful way. We're asking for your help with that today. And we're going to take communion over this. But why do we take communion every day? Jesus says, as often as you do this, remember me. The Apostle Paul says, every time you take communion, you're proclaiming the death of Jesus. And in the case of a will or an inheritance, nothing happens until you prove the death. So in a way, communion is like an activation that sets in motion all the benefits of this new covenant. And so as we take communion today, we're believing we're receiving this from God. And he's setting this in motion in our lives. But it's also important we take communion in the right way. 1 Corinthians 11 says, So then, whoever eats the bread or drinks the cup of the Lord in an unworthy manner 
will be guilty of sinning against the body and blood of the Lord. Everyone ought to examine themselves before they eating, eat the bread or drink the cup. For those who eat and drink without discerning the body of Christ, eat and drink judgment on themselves. And that's why so many among you are weak and sick and a number of you fallen asleep. But if we were more discerning with regard to ourselves, we would not come under such judgment. Nevertheless, when we're judged in this way by the Lord, we're being disciplined so that we will not be finally condemned with the world. So it's important we examine ourselves. And I believe there's a great reciprocal of this verse, of this truth. And that if we examine ourselves, we take this the right way. Communion has the power to make us healthy and strong and give us long life. Let's start by examining ourselves. Let's take a look. Think back over the last day. What are the ways that you walked in the light? You walked in the truth. You walked in love over the last 24 hours. Here's some of the indicators of this. Number one, I think there's rest in our soul. We've got rest in our soul, that inner peace on the inside, peace and joy. Maybe ways that we're putting God first. We're being open and honest and transparent, present and full of joy. We're walking in love, kind and patient and gentle, always assuming the best. Being self-controlled. Responding with faith and positivity, even in the face of adversities. Times where we take action, we obey, we persevere, we keep going even when it gets tough. Maybe times where we gave ourselves or others grace when we missed the mark or somebody else missed the mark. We brought our best. One of the shortcuts I found to get in the light, just gratitude is one. And another one is just bringing your best, making the most of the present moment rather than just going through the motions. Just take a moment to just think about these away, just celebrate them a little bit right now. And then we've all got buttons that can get pushed in our lives. These are buttons in our hearts, emotional buttons that cause us to lose our position in the light. Symptoms of that will be broken fellowship with God or people who feel like there's a strain in the relationship. Maybe we're snapping at people. We've got stress. We've got frustration. We've got heaviness and pressure on us. We lack that rest in our soul. Maybe we lack self-control or we respond in a harsh or angry way. Feeling depressed or down, complaining, venting, being ungrateful. Toiling away in our mind, full of worry. Prioritizing money over people. Retaliating at people or giving them the silent treatment or avoiding people when they wrong us. Focused on lack, not enough time, not enough money, not enough resources. Rather than the promises of God. And when we're out of position, it'll feel like something's missing. Because in Christ, there's fullness in him. Just take a moment to reflect on these for a minute. Just think back over the moments of the day. How is your positioning? And we're going to bring these areas to God. We're going to ask him to help us to reprogram those buttons here. Because he's greater than our hearts. And so, Heavenly Father, we just thank you. We get the opportunity every moment of every day to walk in the light as you were in the light. Thank you for just the moments that we had where we walked in that with you. And we're asking you to forgive us of any ways that maybe some buttons got pushed. We lost our positioning in the light. Maybe we didn't respond in the best way. 
We're forgiving ourselves. We're going to let go of those things. We're going to make peace in those relationships. If any relationship got strained. And Father, I thank you that what you put within us, what you planted in our heart, is more than enough to help us to respond to whatever comes our way in a beautiful, graceful way. And we're asking you to help us to grow and cultivate what you put within us. So we stay positioned in the light more consistently. We respond to things in a beautiful, graceful way. And we thank you that the night Jesus was betrayed, he took the bread and said, this is my body broken for you. Do this in remembrance of me. We'd all missed it. We'd all turned to our own ways. We'd all done things our own way rather than God's. And God laid upon Jesus the punishment that we deserved. And by his stripes, we've been healed. He was crushed. He was destroyed. He was smitten by God. So that we could be right and holy and perfect in his sight. And God raised him up from the dead and seated him at his right hand. And he raised us up together with him, made us sit together with him. And communion's a celebration of our union with him being joined together as one. So Father, I thank you for this bread and ask you to bless it in Jesus' name. If you have your bread, you can take your bread. And after supper, Jesus took the cup he said, this is the cup of the new covenant. In my blood, poured out for the forgiveness of sins for many. And it's the forgiveness of sins that releases us from darkness, transfers us into the light. Get to walk out this day today in a covenant relationship with God. So, Father, I thank you for this cup. And ask you to bless it in Jesus' name. If you have a juice, you can take a juice. All right, let's talk about some practical application of this. Into our health and fitness. Because I believe physical exercise can teach us so much about exercising our faith. So imagine you're doing a push-up. And on the way down in the push-up, rather than resisting and fighting against things as you go down, rather than just going down in the push-up, I want you to think about this. You're going to actively squeeze the muscles in the back. You're going to work. You're going to pull into that push-up. You're going to squeeze the muscles in your back, and you're going to pull yourself down like you're doing a rowing movement down into that push-up. And when you do, that's going to open up the front of the chest and the shoulders and the triceps in the back of the arm. And it's gonna create this elasticity. You're gonna find there's this newfound energy when you actively pull down into that position. There's this new source of energy. There's this new source of strength. There's this potential energy that's been stored up. Because rather than fighting against it, you're pulling into it. You're gonna be amazed at what you find when you start to do this correctly. Same thing as you do a squat, don't just lower down, pull down actively. Use the back of the legs to pull down into it. It's going to teach you how to do this. 
So whatever God's doing right now, whatever he's got you exercising in your faith, ways that he's stretching you, don't fight it. Don't resist it. Pull into it. It's going to store up that energy on the inside of you. But I hope this is for you today. If you'd like to be a part of what we're doing in the Abundant Life Blueprint, you can go to the Abundant Life Training Center. Uh, com.